This week we begin a period of Lent, this period of 40 days plus some Sundays in which we prepare for Easter. Lent, from the Old English, Lenten, meaning spring season. Historically, Lent has been a time of fasting, which makes sense. In in a lot of the world, this is not a time when there's a lot of food growing, right? Uh, At least in half the world. (laughs) Uh, This is not a harvest time. This is a time when food might be scarce. And of course, this fasting commemorates Jesus' time in the wilderness, the 40-day adventure that precedes, precedes, these events that we read about today, right? The main events that we read about today. As it says, after his baptism, Jesus was led by the Spirit in the wilderness where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. This is something we tend to skim over. Jesus has already been tested. He's already been through the ringer for 40 days before we get to these three famous uh, marks, these Three tests or temptations. He has been training, refining himself, getting into spiritual shape. For many of us, Lent is a similar opportunity. It's time to stop and take inventory of our spiritual health, to consider what needs to change? What are the things that hold me back from being my true and full self? What keeps me from making a love-spreading difference in the world? What separates me from God? For many of us, Lent is a time when we give something up. Maybe some of you are giving up chocolate or social media I bet a few of you are giving up your old Michael Jackson records. This tends to be a period of general self-improvement. But the point of Lent is relationship. Relationship. The point is faith, pieces in Greek. Trust, building our trust in God such that we know what it is to have enough. To be enough. We know what we need and we know what we don't need. And if we don't know, we trust in God to guide us. To guide us to enough. That is what we see in the gospel for today. First, Jesus denies the invitation to turn bread into stone, right? Because he has trust that God will provide, that God is enough. One does not live by bread alone. Trust in God. Similarly, Jesus denies the opportunity to be the ruler of all the world if only he will bow down and worship the devil. You've got to love the metaphorical value of that event, right? Consider what we worship when we seek prestige. Consider what world leaders seek. (laughs) Again, Jesus knows what is enough. 
He has trust that keeping his eyes on the prize, trusting his value in God, will be enough. Finally, the devil takes Jesus to Jerusalem, and I love the foreshadowing here. Jesus goes to Jerusalem and is tempted to cast himself down. Sound familiar? It ties in beautifully with the final line from this passage, the devil departed until an opportune time. I love that we start Lent and end Lent with these these notions of Jesus casting himself down in Jerusalem. We know this story, right? We know that the garden is coming. We know that Jesus will cast himself down, not with the intention of testing God, but in the ultimate display of trust. That is what Jesus displays here. Trust. Trust does not require testing. Again, the life of faith or life of trust is all about relationship. And relationships are not easy. They're not easy. They're so hard. This week I was talking to a friend who... Uh, her best friend has has come into town from France. It's her best friend. They've known each other for years and years and years. And uh, they, you know, one of them is the godmother to another's child. They've been through, you know, both of them have been divorced. One of them has had cancer. They've been through so much together. However, this friend has come for six weeks to stay in her house, her small apartment, alone. And it is a struggle. (laughs) Those tests, they come naturally in our relationships. We don't need to conjure up struggle. They come. It comes. And... Those tests can strengthen us and refine us. They are a natural part of life. Struggle is a natural part of life. Darwin talks about the struggle for existence as a fundamental part of what shapes life on earth, right? Uh, one of Darwin's biggest defenders, T.H. Huxley, also recognized that a struggle for existence existed within competing ideas. This is a notion we would now describe through meme theory, Right? Struggle, the point is that struggle is part of our spiritual lives, it is part of our relational lives, our, our, our social lives, and it's part of our intellectual lives as well as just our physical being. Our bodies are a constant reminder of struggle of some sort. And struggle is part of what many of us are doing here. It is the nature of education, confronting what we don't know and struggling to assimilate that knowledge, struggling to learn in a great way, in a way that refines us and allows us to see the world differently. Throughout our lives, struggles will come, whether they are giving up chocolate for 40 days 
or dealing with addiction, facing institutional racism, suffering through the death of a loved one, or just reading the headlines. Struggles will come. But when they do, we have the opportunity to turn to the trust we have formed. To trust that we are not alone. To trust in God. Trust that God is and was and always will be enough. Amen.